Hi and welcome to episode 59 of the Great Answer Europe podcast. My name is Andre and with me as always is my co-host Asai. What's up man? Hey man, what's up? How's it going? Good, I'm good. Ready for some football? Yeah, for sure. Ready for some football talk. And today we're uh, we're actually going to take a bit of a look at some stuff uh, we haven't talked about in a while, aren't we Asai? Yeah, we kind of totally forgot about the ELF. It still exists, the ELF. And the GFL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our our stated mission early was to actually cover uh, some ELF football. And uh, we apologize. We've done a terrible job at that. But I, at least we've done uh, a good job at covering uh, the Swedish league. I think uh, our Swede, Sw- all of our Swedish listeners have, been, uh, have appreciated that. Yeah, we've been better. It's easier to cover Sweden because we know the guys, we know the teams. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not very difficult for us to put a bit of extra effort into watching uh, extra Division One or U19 games since we're so involved with it already. Going out and watching these ELF games, like, it, it was awesome when we were there in person, for example. And it's not bad football to watch, but it just becomes too much football at some point to keep track of everything. Yeah, I don't like football that much. Hey, I I absolutely love football, but it's uh, my, my priorities are the teams I'm involved with and watching, watching my favorite NFL team. Like th- those are priorities. Don't you watch college? You feel like a college guy watcher. I've watched a lot less recently or actually for quite a few years now, but I, I actually watched a lot, like a lot, a lot of college football when I was younger around uh, when I was around 10, 12, 13, I watched a lot of college, college football. But these days, no, I don't really watch that much. It feels hard to keep up with college because they switch players so often. Yeah, it is more difficult. Like in 2011 or 2010, I probably could have named uh, half the starters on uh, like all the top 10 teams. But today, I barely know any players except for like the top guys or or some of our european guys heisman trophy finalist (laughs) yeah essentially talking about trophies for the trophy see see how i did there for the championship the hamburg sea devils it's hamburg yes yeah are returning to the finals and facing the Vienna Vikings. Yeah, I mean, bo- both of these teams had incredible regular seasons in the ELF. I think, uh, what, what was their records? Was it one loss each, I think? I I do not know. I believe they were both 9-1. and one. I'm actually going to double check here as we're speaking. But yeah, it's a very, very strong Hamburg team that made it back to the final again. And uh, hey, I thought we were going to try to have the commissioner on. Shouldn't be saying shit like that. Yeah, that's true. Season's over, over almost. Okay, so they played a 12-game regular season, and Hamburg went 11-1, and had the best record in the league. And the Vienna Vikings had the second-best record in the league at 10-2. And uh, in the ELF, four teams made the playoffs, and uh, in the semifinals, the Vienna Vikings defeated the Barcelona Dragons 39 to 12 and the Hamburg Sea Devils defeated the uh, Schwarko Raiders 19 to 7. Is it Schwarko or Schwarko? Great question. 
because they named after the jewelry store, jewelry store thing. I think so. Oh well, the the team from Innsbruck made it to the playoffs on on that wild card uh, spot, and uh, they got knocked out in the semifinals. What do you know about this final? <laughs> Not much, if I'm being perfectly honest. I mean, uh, they're playing in Klagenfurt in uh, Austria. The finals being held there. And uh, I'm not sure of much more. I know Hamburg, they've been led by their incredible running back, Glenn Tonga. He's been amazing. know that much. And Vienna has been solid at the passing game. That I know. Yeah, if I remember correctly, is it was it is it Jackson Erdman who's playing quarterback for that team? And he's leading a pretty good attack. And uh, yeah. hey. We've also got a former podcast guest playing in the final. Our uh, friend uh, Leon playing defensive end for the Vienna awesome. Vikings. Number one. Yeah. Should we go watch the game? Or should you have a game? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't make it to Austria this weekend. I have yeah. a game to coach. <laughs> I haven't said yes to any roughing requests. So maybe I can make it. I probably can't. You should take a long trip down to Austria for the final and then... Uh, Go up to uh, uh, Potsdam to watch uh, our friend Alauden play the GFL semifinal. What a Euro trip. <laughs> it, it would be an impressive trip. No way, you'd have to go to Potsdam first because that game's on Saturday. And the ELF final is on Sunday afternoon, actually. Aside, we should have a watch party to watch the ELF. Is it Saturday night? No, it's Sunday afternoon. Oh, let's do it. At 2.45 p.m. Let's do it. That's gather the guys, pretty, gather the team. That's, a, that's actually a pretty good start time. Maybe we should set up the projector in, the, in, the, in our locker room. It's Minecraft quality. We will not see the difference between the both teams. <laughs> see, it's only 14 hours from my house to Vienna. So. <laughs> It's not in Vienna. It's in Klagenfurt. Isn't it? Probably I about the same. Austria Pro is tiny. I could drive Pro through Austria. Prob probably about the same time would be my assumption. Yes. <laughs> so, any more but thoughts yeah. about the finals? Not really. But guys, if you if you can go go check out the ELF final, watch it in person if you can, or uh... join our watch party. <laughs> that we don't know if we have yet. Yeah, but let's say we have. And uh, I, I just want to say commi commiserations to the Frankfurt Galaxy. They battled to an 8-4 and four record, still a very strong season, but they I just barely missed out on a playoff spot. I think their water boy got injured. That many injuries they had. Everybody on that roster got injured. I think even the water boy. I mean, they still put together a really good season, and they just barely, they, they only needed one more win, and they would have been uh, the team, uh, the, the highest second place team ahead of uh, the Raiders. Wait, who's, which was the worst, Istanbul or uh, the Stuttgart? Stutt Stuttgart? I mean, I mean, Stuttgart did not win a game, so I would say them. Istanbul actually got a bit better, but still had a bad season. But they won a game. How do you t be terrible two years in a row? I mean... How do you not develop a bit in entire offseason? If the other teams are already so far ahead, 
I don't know. It's hard to catch up. But but I, I think around mid-season, Stuttgart, Stuttgart, they were actually putting together some decent games. They held, held some games close, but they just couldn't come out with wins. See, that's why we should watch games. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely why we should. Talking about underdogs or teams that almost won, the Crocodiles won against the Munich Cowboys, 32-34. to I thought it was 34-31. to See, one point. We agree to disagree there. <laughs> A very close win. Congrats to Alaudin's guys. Yeah, so the, now we're talking GFL 1 and their playoffs. They played quarterfinals, uh, not the, the past weekend, but the weekend before. And we had, on paper, two upset wins by uh, the number, the third-ranked teams. So the, the uh, third team in the north, the Cologne Crocodiles, went, went into Munich and beat the Cowboys, 34-31, to 31, as you mentioned. And the third-ranked team in the south, the Algo Comets, went into Braunschweig and beat the New Yorker Lions 14-10 to 10 in that game. Very close wins. But now the semifinals. Yeah, I, th- this is probably going to be a different story. Uh, the Unicorns and the uh, Potsdam Royals are both undefeated going into the semifinals. And I don't think Postam had any close games this year. I'm not sure, actually. Funny, funny thing. Do you know how many imports they have, Postam? I'm gonna guess uh, like half the team. <laughs> J- just give a number. Uh, Americans or everyone? Uh, imports in total. I don't know the exact Americans. Uh, 16? Plus 9. 21. 25. No, 25. (laughs) They have 25 import players on that team? They have imports on the bench. Jeez, 25. Their backup quarterback and backup running back are Americans. That's insane. They're starting American running back and American quarterback. That's insane, man. I don't know where they get money from, but what do you have 25 imports? I don't know. I don't know. Do we weird. have 25 players on our roster? Uh, we have. We, our senior team had about 25. Nah, I think I think most games we were like 27, 28. But oh, yeah. Difference. No, not that big. Uh, one, one thing to note, the Berlin Adler actually pr- put up a pretty good fight uh, down in Schwäbisch Hall uh, in that quarterfinal weekend. Uh, Schwäbisch Hall ended up winning by two scores. So that that's something to note that they put up a pretty good fight. The Unicorns won 35 to 21. So let, well, I guess we'll see if the unicorns are uh, vulnerable at all. But Isn't maybe the that was the best team in the north. In the mm, no, they were the Adler. They came fourth in the standings with a six and four record. Yeah, so they they were kind of the punching bag 
of the best. <laughs> there is no punching bag of the best aside. Yes, there is. <laughs> Bad, Badler went six and four, so made the playoffs, but didn't really beat the top teams. So in this semifinals, I'm wishing for I know that unicorns will win, but I'm hoping post them like the entire roster tours an ACL, so Alawi makes it to the finals. And the, <laughs> the entire roster tears an ACL. That's mean, man. That's mean. They do have Frankfurt Galaxy, the entire team, even the cheerleaders get injured. <laughs> and the Crocodiles wins wins and uh, we go watch Alauddin play in the finals. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hell yeah. If the Crocodiles go win that game, we're going to the we're final. Taking team and... We're taking a team bus. <laughs> we're going to the final and cheering like hell for Alauddin. It's in Frankfurt. It's about, a, I don't know, a couple hour drive. The uh, final is October 8th. Yeah, I, we and we don't have a game that weekend with the U19, so... If the crocodiles make it, we're 100% going. Alaudin, do your best, buddy. Come on, man. We're rooting for you. Any more thoughts about the GFL? Uh, no, not really. Should we quickly uh, mention Finland, actually? They played their final uh, a few weeks Congrats, ago. Congrats, Peter. Yeah, our, uh, we had a podcast old podcast guest in that final, too. Uh, Peter Lundstrom, who's playing for the, uh, who played for the Kuopio Steelers this season, uh, on September 10th they beat the Sanyoki Crocodiles in the Maple Bowl and they won 21 to 14. Congrats to the Kuopio Steelers. See, we only interview winners on this show. <laughs> Are you sure about that? We have one and a half champion. One and a half? Leo's not yet, so he's a half champion. He has a silver okay. medal. Let's just uh, hold off on saying anything about the Vienna Vikings and Leon here. No, we're not jinxing anything. Our no, voice no. is not even heard. <laughs> but hey, if you're listening, go get that W. Hunt that quarterback. So now, switching topics to... U19, where we actually know stuff. No, some stuff. I we would, know some uh, jersey argue. numbers. We know some people. <laughs> yeah, we know significantly more people uh, who play U19 than uh, GFL. Game of the week. Colsta uh, won over Tabby. Or no? Was it last week? You are two weeks behind, so. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> okay, so there were two games last weekend. It was the Predators beating AIK 42-14. to Great effort by our guys. We uh, had a good game. Uh, a, a few drives here and there weren't fantastic, but we got a, we got a big win, put a lot of points on the board. Uh, we were able to rotate in some... Uh, some backups who usually don't get much playing time. And I, I think all of the players on our, our team had a lot of fun. Yeah, great job by your running back. I mean, quarterback, Jacob. Great, honey. How many yards did he have? Our 
our quarterback, he had 15 carries. So 15 carries, that's a lot for a quarterback, but it's not, it's not like we gave him the ball 40, 50 times to run. He had 15 carries. And he ran for 282 yards. Couldn't he make 300? Lazy bastard. 282 on 15 carries. How many? And he had, he was close to the end zone twice. I think he had two touchdowns. But he, he had, could have had many more. He got a few called back and he got like down to the one several times, I think. Listen, that game, he looked. A man among his boys. <laughs> AIK team could not tackle him. Poor guys. I mean, I don't think it was primarily the tackling, though, because we were doing an excellent job up front. Excellent job up front. Our old line was opening gaps like no one's business. Hey, huge shout out to my brother, the O-line coach for our U19 team, Niklas Tasson. Your guys are doing a great job. <laughs> our guys. <laughs> but to be honest, from a ref's perspective, as a ref, I do not flag stuff during the play a lot. But when it's after the play, like even a, s- a simple push, I'm flagging it because it's dangerous when it's after the play. That game, both teams are assholes. <laughs> Sorry for that. Both line. The only time they like how almost every play was something after a play by one lineman either side. I mean, outside, it's football, shit happens. It's a headache for me as a ref. I would care less if I was watching. <laughs> it's football, emotions flare up, it, it's fine. But AIK had a secret weapon. Their good running back was injured, but they had a really good backup running back. What's up with Sweden with good runners this year? <laughs> no, I mean, he he's not a secret at all, really. He just, the, the guy who uh, scored both of their touchdowns in this game, uh, his name is uh, Gustav Risto Nordby, and he's he's been playing well all season, but he's been overshadowed by the other running back they have, Vilgot, who's a tremendous athlete, but he did not come down to Kipansta this past weekend, which uh, was a bit sad. Yeah, maybe they could put up a better fight than than what they did. Yeah, I mean, missing your best athlete, that's a huge loss. So I I definitely think they uh, could have played a lot better if he was there. For sure, but still... Good-looking team. They had some some good players. Yeah, I see. I see potential there. Like they, they've got some talented dudes. They got some big dudes. Uh, of course, it needs a lot of work, but I I see a lot of talent there. Now, their offensive line is actually good. What what I saw. Hey, they've got they got some big boys up front. Yeah. Hey, and huge shout out to our man uh, Leander. We got to see in person this weekend. We post we posted a picture of us uh, on our Instagram. So if you haven't already, go uh, 
go like that post. <laughs> uh, our field is kind of tilted. So where, where I was standing, there was like an 80 degree angle. So I looked shorter than I actually am. Just want to mention stop, that. Stop lying to the people aside. You're just short. It happens. I was wearing some, cleats too. Some people are short. Some people are tall. Some people are somewhere in between. You sound, like a mother. you sound like a mother. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it was fun uh, seeing Leander and talking to him in person. And he got a t-shirt. Yeah, something all of our guests should, got, should, should have gotten. But... Yeah, but at, at least we've uh, gotten it to the people we meet in person. <laughs> it's more fun. Uh, I'm not yeah. photoshopping pictures with us. No, of course not. But should we uh, move to the other game this weekend? Uh, the one, the one that arguably meant more for the season overall. Kolstad against uh, Gothenburg. Yeah. So we talked about the situation going in uh, last episode, and uh, that was that whoever wins that game would hold uh, the number one seed in their hands. Uh, but. Kolsta, they could not beat Gothenburg. Uh, the official result is actually showing as uh, 27 to 14 for Gothenburg. But I talked to Gothenburg's coach and he informed me that it was actually 28 to 14. And I'm, <laughs> I think, no, no, but we do the whole uh, getting the point scores for the week and stuff. And he sent the point scores and made a note like, uh, uh, they wrote the wrong result. We have 28. And like, if he has documented who scored the 28 points, I think he would be in the right, but should probably be looked into, into so you get the correct result officially as well. But it's not going to matter. Gothenburg gets the win and uh, they're cruising to the number one seat. And they actually, have a lot they, of close wins. Actually, they have locked up the number one seed. No team can catch up to them. Uh, they are That's five right. and zero, and they can literally bench everyone for the last last game if they want to. There are zero repercussions if they do that. If you were coach in that situation, would you actually go after the perfect season, or would you rest your star players? I think the the way this our season is structured this what would year. You do? I, if you no, were. The way the season is structured this year, I think I would uh, just go for the perfect season. Go for it. Because we have a bye week between the semifinal and the last week of the regular season. So the risk of losing guys isn't that big. Like, yeah, if you lose someone to serious injury, sure. But you, you don't play scared, you know? But definitely, I would probably uh, be rotating a bit more and maybe put more backups in earlier than I would otherwise. Interesting. I would actually just bench. Nobody cares about your record if you're winning the championship. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, your entire team can get out of rhythm if if the last game you play is some sloppy loss where none of your starters are uh, really doing anything. 
Yeah, maybe that's true, actually. There, there's something to keeping some sort of rhythm uh, on both offense and defense. See, that's why I'm not a head coach. Sure, if you if you have some key players with lingering injuries and stuff, yeah, don't let them play that game. But then don't even let them suit up. Yeah, we're not posting. But... We don't have 25 imports, and our two backups are imports. <laughs> no, but like I, I think uh, Gothenburg has like a 35 man roster or something. So they could that's, that's, like they could do it. And I think we, when we had our highest uh, roster total, we were up close to those numbers as well. So I think a lot of teams could do that. Uh, I think Kalsta has enough guys to sort of do that as well. Isn't it funny that Kijuansta alone could bunch up a roster as big as Gothenburg and Lindham could do together? No, but we're we're not really doing it alone either we've got a few guys coming in from east that we've got a few guys coming in from Kalskreuna. Uh, well that's true you got some i mean okay that maybe that's not that big of a an well, area we're picking player. up players from. Uh, and then of course uh, our link with uh Sam, we a lot of go- those guys are still Kalsam guys as well but gotta represent <laughs> But uh, the calls, their quarterback's back, Kalsta. Yeah, I think I think they'll they can be a real threat in the playoffs. I, I'm I'm not sure how wh- what kind of game this was between them and uh, Gothenburg. Results wise, it it was a close game. Uh, only two some, Somebody from Kalsta on the show. Yeah, we should. We should. Think of somebody. Maybe the head coach. He listens. Yeah, hey, Pia, hit us up. But is Gothenburg... I don't think Gothenburg is too good for this division because they only had one comfortable win. The other games no, 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 not at all. I mean, I mean, whenever I watch Gothenburg, I sometimes like marvel at how good their most talented players are. <laughs> how terrible the rest is. No, not quite. But there's definitely some sloppy play going on quite often from them. And if they can't clean that up, I I don't think they're going to win a championship. Listen, it's understandable. There you got two coaches far away coaching two different teams and trying to bunch them in together. It will be hard. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely the favorites to win a championship right now and I can say it right now. I can say it already. They have the MVP of the league. Like Oliver's the MVP of the league, no doubt. He's been racking up touchdowns. He's he's our leading point scorer by like double the amount, I think, nearly of the second place guy. And he missed the game. Yeah, he missed the first game. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. He's just he on he's regularly scoring two to three touchdowns every week. Listen, if the Super Series guys couldn't tackle him, how do you 19 kids do? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, should we get into our uh, power rankings? Yeah, we had the same list this time. And there are no changes to the list. 
from last week. Oh shit, I killed my mic. Have we found the sweet spot, aside when when we actually had the themes in the exact same spots? Is this a, ve- a first for us as a podcast? Yeah. I think, I think we, had we always a... have one difference. No, I'm thinking about the, yeah, the teams moving up and down. We There's always been at least someone every t- other time we've made a ranking, hasn't there? I put Kihuans the higher, you put Calls the higher, something like that. No, 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 that, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, uh, for our official list, no team is moving up or down since the previous week. Yeah, that's true. I think it happens. It happened once in the Division One. I see. I don't think it did. I do no, not it think it did. No, it didn't. Now I'm looking. I think, it didn't. I think, I think there was at least one move every week. Yeah, the are... last two weeks there was one move. Uh, let's see. Last week, two teams moved with each other. Second last week, a lot of teams moved. So yeah, I mean, we've had moves every week both with seniors and U19, except for this week. We're staying with the same lists. And boringly enough, the our power rankings list actually matches up with the uh, league standings. So that that's no fun, but no. it is what it is. I think uh, it, I think the standings are uh, very true right now. Yeah, it's easy to see. Kehuansa second just because they beat Kolsta and they their loss to... Limham was easier, if you say so. It was, yeah, they lost. It, the was, one. it was by a point. And Andre's cat is screaming. I was gonna say, did you hear that? <laughs> so, any more thoughts about you? What, what's happening next week? Yeah, Tyrus is traveling down to play Kihuansta. Yeah, uh, I'm. I cannot say anything about that game. I. I'm expecting a similar type of game to the one we had against AIK last week. But, a lot of points. But I do think Taylor's, uh, uh So I'm looking uh, from our offense's perspective. I think their front, so like their D-line and linebackers, I think they're a bit better than AIK's are. And they have uh, this guy playing linebacker named Siesa, who's pretty darn good. He's a good player, and he's played some offense as well, and he's scoring points while also being one of the best defenders in the league. Sounds like an exciting game. I hope I'll be on the sidelines. <laughs> and uh, it's it's also a bit interesting because Toyos uh, might be the team in the league who puts the ball in the air the most, or maybe the second most after Tabby. Well, the only. <laughs> no, Tabby does, and, yeah. uh, and Toyosa does. Quite a bit. But because they don't have that power running back crew every other team has. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Thales uh, really has that advanced of a uh, running attack. So if if they can't get going with their passing game, I don't see Thales, uh being able to move the ball very well. No, your DBs will be working this weekend. Yeah. It, Listen, what number is Brandon? Tell your Brandon to get away from me. If he falls one more time on my knee, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to talk about <laughs> I'm uh, still handicapped. 
You're handicapped? I think I tore an ACL or something. No. Because he decided to make a Superman fall uh, directly on my knee. <laughs> hey, uh, let's uh, move to the other game this weekend. It is Tabby playing host to uh, the Gothenburg Marvels in Tabby. Yeah, they're playing host. Why, why would I say that again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an interesting game. Tabby yeah. cannot, cannot stop Oliver. I I can tell her that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can. <laughs> but the question is, uh, can Sebastian Brinkenfeld find a way to circumvent uh, Thomas Collins on that D line and get his offense moving? Because if he can. This is going to be a shootout. Have Collins been been that good this year? I'm not sure, but like the rumors are heard, he he make plays, then he rests, then he make plays. Yeah. So here's the thing: when he decides on a play that fuck this, I'm gonna blow shit up. <laughs> he, he does. does. He does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But there are many plays where he doesn't really affect it, the play that much. Don't you think that because teams actually like run away from him, a player would look terrible if you never like pass to throw to his side or like a DB will sound terrible if you say like, yeah, we have he doesn't touch the ball the entire season because nobody throws to his side. Yeah, but here here's the thing too. It's it's difficult for offensive play callers to run away from Thomas because Thomas is moving around all all through the line of scrimmage. He's playing and he's playing nose. He's sliding in at three tech. Like he he's all over the line. So you don't on any given snap, you're not quite sure where he's going to line up. I mean, in a no huddle offense, you can of course counter that by audibling or uh, signaling in a play late or something like that. But if you're calling plays and not changing between the huddle and the snap, well, then you can't really account for him because he's moving around. You know what I think? What do you think? Tabby's head coach have coached both those guys in the national team. He he knows their weaknesses. But is that enough? I think no, but we can hope that Tabby pulls off a win. I mean, it, it would be pretty cool to, for Tabby to pull off a win. Uh, it will not matter any anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it can matter, actually. For Tabby, mm-hmm. not for Gothenburg. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter at all for Gothenburg. <laughs> Let's be honest here. That they can lose by eighty and still be the number one seed. It doesn't matter. But Team Morales, it, that one. <laughs> but I mean, it can definitely matter for the rest of the standings. It, it, it's a bit weird because uh, Tabby has a tie, like we do, <laughs> and uh, Tabby has more games left to play than. Uh, Anyone than Kalsta or uh, Kihwansta or AIK does so. So it's it's a bit weird trying to cipher out the standings right now. But Tabby, I think they clinch a playoff spot if they win. No, they do clinch a playoff spot if they win. Uh, but if they lose, that will set up a game against AIK where they would be playing for that final playoff spot. But Tabby also, Tabby also has the possibility to climb up in the standings to third or even in a 
very weird scenario, scenario they could move to second. Oh shit! So they 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 can be in theory they can be anywhere from second place to out of the playoffs. This tabby team, depending on what happens these next two weeks. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think this has been a great U19 season so far, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen come playoff time because I th- I think we're going to see three really good games in the two semifinals and the final, or at least I hope. That. And I hope it, I hope they are good games without my heart stopping because it's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose more hair. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Anything so, we... yeah, I was just gonna say. Any last thoughts? No, let's. You, let's go. you don't weekend full of football. You, you don't want to do a shout out to anyone? No, not really. To Alaudin again. We gave him a hundred shoutouts. Let's go, Alaudin! Win the game. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Uh, please go follow our Instagram account. We're at Gridirons of. Europe, go follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Bye bye. <laughs>